back to another episode of Deconstructing the Narrative. I am your host, and I'm also a content creator with Sada Collective. My name is Erica Seha, and today I'm joined by Addison. How's it going, Addison? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Of course. Awesome. <laughs> Great. So just to start, can you kind of just let us in on a background of what you do? Yeah. Um, so my name's Addison Page. I am 24, about to be 25. Uh, and I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. I was born in Atlanta um, and I grew up kind of there and in Charleston. I've been in LA for, I'm on my fourth year um, and I moved out to LA to pursue a dance career. So I'm a commercial professional dancer. Um, I do a lot of like jazz, hip hop um, and heels. And since I've been in LA, I've been exposed to a lot of really cool things. So in the past two years, I've been um, I've become a bass player, so I play bass with um, wow. people. I'm a bassist for hire, but I also <laughs> I play in a band also. And then, um, yeah, I have a skateboard crew. So I just, all things creative, um, especially things that are like active or have music involved, I'm really inspired by. So cool. And can you kind of dive deeper, I guess, since you're, you know, uh, you said dancing is really like your main focus um, into what that looks like. So what is like a day to day in dancing for you? And what do you kind of do um, in that realm? Yeah, I can definitely dive into that. Um, so a lot of times in the commercial dance world, you have agents. So I have an agent that I work with, but a lot of times it's submitting to jobs, whether it be um, Netflix TV shows, uh, Hulu TV shows, or another realm of things or stage shows. Often I perform with uh, this artist called Inez X and she is just a little fireball and we do stage shows like the Hollywood Carnival and things like that. Um, so sometimes it looks like that. Oftentimes it's just like freelance music video jobs. Um, mm -hmm. There's, I mean, in the city of LA, there's so much to do as far mm -hmm. as production and dancers have become pretty important in the realm of advertisement. So it's really cool mm -hmm. to see how dance and like athletic dance not just like super cute like pose dance has um, mm -hmm. become a lot more of the forefront in uh, entertainment mm -hmm. so cool and how do you kind of like go after you know I have a friend who's a dancer as well and um she's kind of let me in on the dance world I know there's a it's like its own it's like its own thing so um, its own I just kind of want to yeah I want to dive deeper into that I guess from your perspective um how creatives I guess kind of you know um communicate with each other and with the like community and kind of what that looks like uh, I guess for anybody who's never really like known much about the dance community yeah um the dance community is super tight knit excuse me super tight knit um there are only a few studios left now that uh the pandemic I heard. happened mm -hmm. so yeah rest in peace creative minds rest in peace movement lifestyle and edge. yeah like, these are mm -hmm. all huge studios that um we got to train in build community um, and audition at. And um, that's that's been really sad. But yeah, in the community of dancing, a lot of it happens in the classroom where you're training because that's where your, um, your connections come from. The choreographers that are teaching classes are often the same people who are booking jobs. Like if you're lucky enough to get in Paris Global's class, like she just mm -hmm. choreographed the whole Cinti show. So that was mm -hmm. really amazing to see that on that level um, for the second time. So go watch it if you haven't. Um, but yeah, so in the dance world, it's often just times community. And because it is such a visual aspect, 
Instagram is of course a big part of it. Um, mm-hmm. So just making a community and um, reaching out to people and staying current, whether it's staying in classes or um, staying on the internet, posting concept videos, that's a big thing that's become a part of the industry. Um, a lot of people will make concepts of the choreography or the movement that they would want for sweetie or mm-hmm. cardi b whoever it may be um, and mm-hmm. then you you film it yourself you get your friend with a steady cam you get the edits in you do the choreography and i do that as well but um yeah you make a content video and then you can pitch it to people um mm-hmm. i don't pitch myself as a choreographer often because i am a performer at heart mm-hmm. um, performing is just what makes me happy and gives mm-hmm. me endorphins and keeps me going so I'm always just like put me in the video put me on the stage I'm uh, mm-hmm. that's where I'm trying to be mm-hmm. and I know you kind of talked a little bit about you know you know COVID and and how that impacted the studios but how has that impacted you as a performer and as a dancer um and how you kind of navigated still like keeping yourself on top of training and all of those things during this time um as a creative in the dance yeah community? I've been I've been really lucky um, because like I said earlier, I've been skating a lot um, Mm -hmm. and skateboarding has been just such a big part of staying active and like keeping myself releasing endorphins and keeping myself fit. Um, But that's honestly been what I've been doing because I can't go to a studio and dance indoors. Mm -hmm. um, So I can go to a park and skate outdoors and it's still so athletic and still so artistic um, that I get a lot of that, uh, happiness that I got from dancing, from skating. But then the Mm -hmm. other side of that is there are still online classes and Mm -hmm. the energy is different because dance is such a social industry. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's been interesting over the past few months, I guess I probably haven't danced as much as I wanted to, or as much as I had before, um, especially at the last two or three months, but at the beginning of quarantine, there were so many Instagram live classes. I was like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take someone's class in Amsterdam that I've never taken before and it was really cool to see um how global dance really is mm-hmm. that's yeah and I yeah I know like I said I have a friend who dances so I've heard, I kind of like know of all these things you're talking about otherwise I would have literally no idea but um yeah. yeah she kind of was talking about the same thing how like you know there was a lot of classes offered but it's not it's not the same you know without that like uh communication yeah. and collaborative aspect there Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's, it's a really, it's one of the industries that's really hard hit right now. So it's really heartbreaking to hear, um, you know, that that's kind of suffering, because I feel like for most creatives right now, um, we're lucky enough to kind of, you know, obviously, have, you know, a lot of resources online. And for most creatives, the resources that are online are sufficient. But I think, you know, for right. something like that, where you really need to have that in person aspect to it, um, it becomes really difficult to kind of stay on track and be able to it do does. what you need to do. It definitely does. I was really lucky because I, I booked a music video like on like March 13th or something like that. So mm-hmm. it was like regulations weren't in place yet. Everyone didn't know uh-huh. how serious everything was. So I was like on set and then I wasn't on set for a very long time. And through Instagram, I booked another um, music video and it was like, I don't know, a month or so ago. But just to be back on set, even with mm-hmm. everyone in their masks on and temperature checks at the door and all that stuff, it was just really nice to be back with that energy of people who are coming together for a common goal. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of making our way back. Yeah, slightly. slightly. I mean, uh-huh. slightly. Yeah, it's not the same, but I guess it never definitely. Be, so we're just mm-hmm. gonna go yeah, we're just it. gonna have to learn to live with it. Yeah, and kind of you yeah. know keep going. Life must go on. So um, just Absolutely. keep hoping that people get healthy and we can kind of move in the right direction. Um, in all in all areas. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Um, cool. So kind of moving on. Um, I wanted to talk with you a little bit about um 
what you believe your narrative is as an artist, because the whole point of the series is us just kind of trying to get that story from every artist, because we really firmly believe that that's what makes each artist unique and special. And um, we really want to uncover that. So I kind of want to talk with you about whether it be in dance or any of the other creative, you know, paths that you've taken in the past. Um, what do you believe is the narrative that you want to leave behind as an artist? What narrative do I want to leave behind as an artist? I don't know, that's so, that's such a big question um, because I feel like I'm constantly evolving um, and what I want to leave behind changes from time to time. Um, mm -hmm. But at the moment, I feel like, and every artist probably feels this way, that inspiring others is the biggest, is the biggest thing um, for why we, we wanna be in front of cameras or why we want to speak or why we want to write poetry or write music um, is to inspire other people. Um, there was another question that uh, you'll probably get into, so I'm sorry if I skipped to it, but um, it was, it was, it said something like, not what do you wanna leave behind, but what is your goal? I don't, oh man. Like what your goals are with your career or like what, like um, what you want people to like view your work as like when you're gone basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that is just inspiration and drive mm -hmm. because my friends always tell me I'm crazy. I'm always running around trying to like go to work and then dance and then also skate and also go to band practice and all of those things in one day. But there really is enough time in the day to do the things that bring you joy. Um, and so that's what I want people to see from my work is just like how much joy I get from dancing and, and how much joy I have from performing with the bass. It, it's everything to me that I can express myself um, without words even um, and be seen and felt on like an energetic level. So it's, it's about being able to reach a lot of different people for me. Um, with positive energy and with um, inspiration. Um, and yeah, just to keep people motivated and going. Cause that's what I try to do with all my friends and my friends do the same with me. And I just mm -hmm. would love for the whole world to stay inspired because things are tough. Like, especially mm -hmm. right now, things are dark and dreary and uncertain, but um, what we can control is our reaction to things, of course, but also uh, what we choose to do with our time on a day to day. So um, staying productive mm -hmm. and learning new things and finding the joy is what I would love everyone to see from my mm -hmm. art. Yeah, especially as a creative, because I think, you know, like you said, especially with the way times are, I feel like you know, there's this, there's this, there's this battle with creatives and with, I feel like anyone right now where they feel like they have to get so much done because of all the time that we have, mm -hmm. which, um, I think, you know, if, like you said, if you find the passion and something that you love to do, like now is the time more than ever that you can like really implement, you know, putting, you know, those hours of the day into it. And I think that, um, but it's really important you have to, it's because you want to exactly. Right. It has to be right, something right, right. that you love and that you want to invest time in and there's something my mom always told me when I was growing up and she would always mm -hmm. say that like if you love what you do then like it's not work you know so right. like I feel like exactly. you know finding that passion and then kind of pursuing that would make whatever you do for like your career like not a job it's just it's your hobby it's what you love you know it's so I think that's definitely yeah. it's definitely love really life. important advice is to stay inspired and stay um focused and on what you love and you know pursue it so that's awesome and cool. another, I remember what I was trying to say before it was like what can art artists bring to other people um and what I I think with joy and the other side of that is a lot of it is sorrow um especially in times like this but 
artists have a really amazing way of creating a connection with their emotions that like the general population might not have. And some people might have walls up or might feel certain ways that they don't even know that they feel. And then art can just like really bring that out of them and be cathartic. And so along with inspiring people like cathartic release is very important as well. Mm -hmm, definitely. I completely agree with that. Awesome. So um, I guess moving over, this is kind of tied to, to that question, but has there been any um, instances in your career or specific moments that have inspired, I, I guess, you to kind of believe in that, um, this message that you wanted to leave? So like, um, was there any like pivotal moments where you kind of really decided like, hey, like, I just need to like stay focused and stay inspired? Or were there any moments where maybe you weren't focused and inspired and you kind of like needed to draw yourself back in? And that's why you kind of like want to, you know, make sure that that's the message you leave behind now. Yeah, um, I guess a specific incident right now that comes to mind is I remember like a year and a half ago, I got dropped by my dance agent because I wasn't doing what I needed to do. Like I wasn't getting the new pictures and I wasn't being like, hey, I was just in so-and-so's class, make sure to submit me on their next project. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, dang, like, am I not good enough? Um, am I not pretty enough? Am I not fit enough? Am I not womanly enough? Whatever it is, mm -hmm. um, because mm -hmm. the dance world does have a lot to do with how you look. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of realized that I was just doing it for the wrong reasons. Like mm -hmm. I wanted to be in the room so that I could say that I was in the room instead of wanting to be in the room of a cool project because that was bringing me joy. And um, when I was doing it for the wrong reasons and doing it out of obligation almost, uh, mm -hmm. the joy didn't come through. Um, so mm -hmm. I got dropped by the agents and I was like, okay, well, dang, like, let me, let me reevaluate myself and, mm -hmm. and see what I really want and see, and see where I want to go. And that's actually a similar time when I started playing music because I needed other releases. It's hard when you pick something like dance or music or a lot of these arts, um, that was a hobby. And then you mm -hmm. try to make it work because it just becomes less fun. Mm -hmm. um, and so even though it's art and you have to hold yourself as a business and treat yourself like a commodity, um, you do still have to remember that it's art and it's mm -hmm. love and it's fun and it, and it, mm -hmm. it is better when it's light. So mm -hmm. being shut off from a door that was not working for me anyway. So it's mm -hmm. a blessing in disguise. I realized that I had myself and I had to go take the classes that I is that so important. And I found a lot of joy in that, booked a lot more from my Instagram because I was having a fun time in the videos and mm -hmm. um, it was, it was a really good learning experience. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's like out of those times when you feel most like down, when you like fail that like you really realize what's important and what you need to do to like, kind of like pick yourself back up and keep going, you know? And I think that, you know, right. I think it's just all a part of the process. Like, I feel like as creatives mm -hmm. we're meant we're meant to fail, you know what I mean? Like we're going to fail 90% of the time, but then it like, it's those times that you fail that teach you how to like get on the right path so that you can succeed later, you know? So I think, you know, obviously like clearly that happening to you, you know what I mean? Really put you on the right path and really kind of led you to kind of really just loving what you do and doing it for the right reasons. And I think now, you know, obviously people are seeing that and they can see, people can see when you, you are actually like in love with what you're doing, you know, people can see Absolutely. the difference between someone who's doing something just because they feel like they need to, or they feel obligated to versus someone who's like doing it because they have a passion for it, you know? And um, so it's really cool to see and hear that, you know, that, that, that passion is kind of shining through what you do now and people are picking up on that. And I think that just yeah. goes to show how important it is to kind of focus in on what you love and do it for the right reasons, um, especially in the creative industry, because I think, you know, with social media and everything, it gets really tough to like 
stay on track with like, Hey, I started for this reason. And like, this is why I'm doing it. And like, that's always how it starts. But then all of a sudden you get really wrapped up in the numbers and in the money and in everything, which like, obviously artists need to make money and I fully support that. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, like you need to remember like what, why you started and why you love what you do and the story that you're trying to tell, you know? So um, yeah, yeah, that was important too. um, Mm -hmm. With the story that you're trying to tell is just like finding your voice because especially Mm -hmm. in the creative realm of things, people will tell you what they want you to look like or what they want Mm -hmm. you to sound like. And mm-hmm. the more you try to be someone else's voice, the farther you get from yourself and the least authentic it becomes. Um, and mm-hmm. authenticity is super, I, this is something I've learned in the past few years that authenticity is so important in the creative realm because people can just like read it off of you if you come into a space and you are not being yourself. It, it's mm-hmm. really off-putting. So like to find your own voice and like to realize like, okay, that agent didn't work for me. They weren't <laughs> listening to my voice and then love my voice. And then finding an agent that like cares about my voice um, made it so much easier to be successful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because they understand your story and they understand what you're trying to portray as, as an artist, right. as a performer. Yeah. And they don't definitely. put you in a box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and I guess kind of going off of that, are there any, um, like really like pivotal responses that you've had to your work that you just like, were like, yes, like I like someone is understanding like what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to say with my work. Um, was there any like specific stories or moments where someone came to you and just said something really like pivotal for you? Um, I mean that it happens all the time that someone does something small, like, when you dance you look six feet tall I'm five foot so like in most (laughs) rooms I'm like the smallest person here and they're like I just thought you were six feet tall and then you walked over here and you're so petite and I'm like oh wow thank you because I feel like my voice is like that large I feel like my voice is that powerful so every once in a while um I feel I don't know small and so when someone's like I see you I see I see how powerful you are it's it's very nice um but also recently I just got asked to be a part of a project with a dancer um Mm -hmm. there's a lot of dancers who do a lot of different things um Mm -hmm. and a dancer singer named Shola asked me to play bass in a show that's like coming out really soon oh amazing um just for her to know that like I'm a new musician and she still respects Mm -hmm. everything I do and to be in a room with so many amazing musicians dancers performers videographers photographers especially in a time like this um Mm -hmm. it was just like wow you see me you see me as a bassist and a dancer Mm -hmm. and a creative and an artist Mm -hmm. in general because that's what we all are Um, Mm -hmm. and that felt very very rewarding so I'm Mm -hmm. excited to see that that's awesome congratulations yay and that's cool that you know you're kind of picking up contacts from like one thing and then they kind of see you taking on new projects and it just all kind of like cool you know goes together later everything community Mm -hmm. is everything <laughs> like mm-hmm. my, one of my biggest goals well I don't know if you're gonna ask this sorry no, go ahead no please go ahead <laughs> um, but one of my biggest goals is, ha- is to have an artistic um, collective which is really mm-hmm. cool because that's kind of what um, Sada is mm-hmm. doing as well uh-huh. but um, just people like Tyler the Creator with Odd Future or Rocky mm-hmm. with ASAP Worldwide like yep. Rockhampton all these people are individual artists and then mm-hmm. they come together and what they bring the connections all the hundreds of connections that each individual person has and can bring together um Mm -hmm. it's just such a beautiful thing and like I want to plug all my friends Mm -hmm. for everything (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you need someone I have someone and they're great um and so having a collective is just one of the biggest things and having a community has been the most helpful thing 
um, that I could have possibly found in LA. Mm -hmm. And I guess kind of going off of that, do you have any advice for someone who's maybe like weird about like talking with people or a little bit more socially awkward of a person, like to kind of navigate how to, you know, build a community um, in that way? Because I, I completely agree. I think community is so important. I noticed that I have a lot of the artists I'm speaking with saying the same exact thing, you know, that community mm -hmm. collaboration, um, mm -hmm. making those contacts, you know what I mean? It's so important, especially in this industry. So um, for someone who maybe is a little bit um, more weary to do so, do you have any advice for them on how to navigate doing that? Um, I would first say, like I said previously, find your voice, um, mm -hmm. because if you don't know what you're saying or what you're trying to say or who you are, people really do read that, especially in LA, especially mm -hmm. in the arts world. They can just mm -hmm. see it. It's like, you don't know yourself and I don't know where to put you because you don't know who you are. So I would mm -hmm. say first, just do self-worth. Um, mm -hmm. Figure out what you're trying to say, um, what you're trying to accomplish, um, and manifesting, writing things down is is really big. Um, but also, listen before mm -hmm. you speak. Um, mm -hmm. It's probably one of the bigger things I can say because people will tell you what they're looking for. They'll tell you who they are. They'll tell you what they need. Um, and if you're talking, then you won't be able to hear it. Uh, mm -hmm. You won't be able to know if that's where you fit in, if that's the type of person you want to be around. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think that you could look for community in so many different spaces, but until you know who you are, you won't find yourself in the spaces where the communities reflect who you are. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's so important. Um, and so knowing yourself and then also listening to the people around you because they'll tell you what they need and what, and what you need to know. Um, but also confidence is everything. Confidence mm -hmm. is everything. Um, mm -hmm. And knowing yourself helps you with confidence. It's helped me with confidence. But um, mm -hmm. if you know yourself and like test your bearings first, find out where everyone stands and then um, you're able to see where you fit in and just naturally fit in and not have to be like, okay, well, I have this offer and this is what I need. And, and then you're showing up in a way that's not yourself. But yeah. Mm -hmm. definitely yeah I think yeah I think finding your voice is a big one and like I I've had a similar you know discovery path of you I guess where like I feel like if I when I didn't know myself I was much less confident and then when you kind of figure out like who you are and what your goals are and like what you're trying to accomplish it makes you a lot more confident because you like you're set you know what I mean like you're set in your head so then you can be set in other people's heads you know and I think that's so important absolutely it's like you're being not able to do looking that. for it you're not looking exactly. for the approval you already exactly. have the approval in yourself mm -hmm. so therefore that like need for approval just is is gone yeah and instead of focusing on like a journey towards getting approval you're focusing on a journey towards like getting like what you want out of your life you know mm -hmm. what I mean um absolutely. so your whole your whole journey shifts um, definitely. Cool. Um, and then I guess kind of going on, since we kind of already started talking about some advice, but, um, is there anything that you like knew or that you wish you would have known as a younger creative or as a or dancer or just a creative in general, um, that, you know, now that you would have like lended as your advice to your like younger self? Discipline is everything. It's everything. Like you can say that you want to do something, but if you aren't actively making the steps towards doing it, then you're just talking. And if you're just talking and you're not doing anything, then you're lying to yourself and you can't hold yourself accountable. So just, it all goes back to discipline because if you say, I want to be able to, I don't know, kickflip by next month, you have to actually like go out and try to kickflip. If you're just like thinking about it, it won't happen. Or if you're trying to learn a certain song or a certain style of music, but you only ever talk about it, then you could never be about it. So 
if it's something you're really passionate about, I would say really just like set aside time in your schedule to keep yourself accountable and stay committed and put the hours in. Like I'm sure you've heard that you need 10,000 hours before mastery. So Mm -hmm. if you're not at 10,000 hours, then you got work to do. And Mm -hmm. I got work to do in a lot of the things that I'm still learning and growing on. But knowing that there's work to do without being scared of the work, uh, just kind of chipping away at it is the best advice I could give. Like staying disciplined and just slowly moving towards your goal, even if it's not always linear as long as you're moving towards your goal um, mm-hmm. then you're in the right spot yeah and even going back to what you said before I feel like if you're you know putting in the time but like like you know how you said like you know you love what you do then like it shouldn't feel like it's like it a shouldn't burden. feel like a long journey a burden exactly right. it should feel like you know this is just like what you need to do to get to where you want to be so um, I think yeah I think that's really great advice and Addison thank you so much um you've been so helpful and I think that a lot of younger creatives are definitely going to learn a lot from you. And it's been really cool to talk with a dancer. I haven't had one yet. So um, yeah, I, I'm the one who hand selected you because I was like, I know I have a friend who does, um, you know, she works in the dance industry. And I think I, even I, as a creative myself, failed to like recognize how much work and, um, you know, creativity goes on behind in the dance industry. And um, I think, you know, it's, it's really important that we kind of highlight on that and, and, you know, you know, put a, put a light on that as, as, as something that is just extremely creative because it really is. And um yeah, I know you mentioned like the Fenty show earlier and <laughs> my friend forced me to watch that. And I, I was watching and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like there's so much work and, um, you know, just art that goes on behind the scenes. So I'm really glad hopefully. that you kind of got to shed a light on that. And um, hopefully if you have any other friends or anything you want to connect with us, any other dancer friends, um, I would love to interview them as well and include them in nice. the series. So you can go ahead and send them my way. And if anybody else is watching that is a dancer or any other kind of creative um, who would love to be included in the series, you can go ahead and send an application in our link in our bio on Instagram. Um, it's a type form. So you just fill it out. It takes like 10, 15 minutes. Um, I'm actually going through right now and hand selecting everybody all over again for our next round of applications. So um, I would suggest you do that now. It's a really good time. You're definitely going to get seen um, really quick. Other than that, you can email me at erica at Um, Send over your name and what you do and a little background and um, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So thank you so much for watching and thank you, Addison, so much and is there any um form of contact where anybody watching can contact you if they have any questions or just want to chat yeah, with you absolutely you can reach me on instagram or twitter at the addison page.com that's t-h-e-a-d-d-i-s-o-n-p-a-i-g-e that's me <laughs> perfect awesome so make sure you guys all go hit her up and thank you so much addison again and thank you everybody for watching and i'll see you guys on the next episode bye Thanks for having me. thank you